Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower here with the Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence for the WIBR Warren Radio Network through through our contact page on warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And the Warren Radio Network is available through the following carriers. Warren-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com You can also find Warren Radio on these following streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you've heard us. Your interaction helps. And don't miss the following posts on warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Partakers of Christ. The bare-knuckle fact of faith is that it is just that, faith. You believe first, then continue to trust until it comes to pass. Today, Christians are partakers of Christ. Also, America, American Republic, you can keep. We must ponder America, which began as a constitutional republic, whether or not we will allow global and regional forces to push this nation into the pine box of history is up to those in this nation. On warn-usa.com you'll find America taking the kingdom away. There are those in power in this nation that are enemies of our way of life, our constitution, and our bill of rights. In addition, they push a race war of all wars within this country. On DanaGlennSmith.com, you will find Kingdom's Call for the Light, Kingdom's Call of the Light in Christ Jesus. Kingdom's Call: Be righteous as you walk in a world of darkness, for the light shall overcome all things. Be sure the Lord has shown you, O oh man, what is required of you. And also, weaponized political warfare. Today, as you know, and I surely do not have to tell you, the issue in America and the warfare being waged by the left can be viewed as a political civil war. Christ Jesus of the faith you follow. Christ Jesus, it is not the religion, the denomination, the current trend, or any other man-made living thing or theology. The, bass, the brass tack of the situation. And be sure to get the WIBR Warren radio newsletter by going to DanaGlennSmith.com 
where you can sign up for the newsletter and also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, where we feature Christian books and other resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, doing good. Boy, we sure went through uh, June fast. Yes, and now here's the, it's the last day of June 2021, and we're halfway through the year already. Unbelievable. Yep. I was uh, thinking here that 1968... Yes. Is 53 years ago. Yes. It's an important date, 1968. Really? Yep. I was in the service. Yes, you were. And, uh,. You know, it was a mess back then, but (laughs) nothing like it is now. Yeah. I mean, we had riots. We had a lot of problems, but, you know, there's words for what this is. But at any rate, first up, we're talking about an ammo shortage, and this is not new. Um, We do have acquaintances that uh, keep track of the ammo and the ammo shortage as well as their guns. And uh, we were told a long time ago, matter of fact, we're talking a couple years ago, two years, three years, the ammo has increasingly been hard to come by, especially at a decent price because everybody was buying guns. And uh, as more guns have been sold recently than than people can remember. Yeah, yeah. At any one given time. Yeah. Well, a story came up, and this is just one. We already knew this. But I'm covering it just because it's so funny that, you know, I mean, and it says here. Feeling the squeeze of U.S.'s historic ammo shortage. I I like that because we've had a historic COVID that came out of a lab in Wuhan where everybody hated Trump when he said it came out of a lab. Now you got the leftists even agreeing it came out of a lab. Yep. 
and <laughs> you have an historic border crisis. Historic. Like Trump said, if, if Biden would have just came in, sat down and shut up and did nothing, they would have still been secure. Yeah. <laughs> historic. Yeah. Why do we have a historic ammo shortage? Well, the people that need the ammo that have been following this for a long time, they've got ammo, folks. The ones that don't have the ammo, it says right here, police from Detroit to Florida to Illinois. Now, it's kind of funny that they mention Detroit, which is kind of, of a city that's had a lot of issues, uh, liberal issues, even Election Day issues. Florida, which is doing a lot better now with DeSantis, and Illinois, that is not doing very well because it is a, a crime syndicate of politics in Illinois. So at any rate, these are the examples that they gave in writing the article, but there's a lot more shortage. If, if you only had three states that couldn't get it, I mean, who cares? But see, all they have to do, Tower, is is take the the ammunition from Portland and Oregon and Washington and California who want to get rid of all their police forces. Right. And just give the ammo and all the guns to the rest of us. So we can protect ourselves from the bunch of dipwits who are liberals that uh, think it's better not to have cops in the middle of a pandemic or, you know i mean we had a pandemic and another thing you had violent black lives matter riots that uh, where most of them got released and before they released the rioters they released everybody out of jail now of course everybody knows that bill cosby got out of jail and uh, i had someone that commented on a particular uh social site about him getting loose and and you know it uh what difference does it make that they let Cosby loose? California's been letting loose felons and everybody else. That's right. You know, they're all letting them all out. Cosby's the least of your worries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so at any rate, the spike was initially driven by fears of COVID-19 before being spiked higher. No, it wasn't the crisis, you dummies. It's because of the people who caused the crisis, and the liberals who refused to listen to common sense. It's because of the liberals that want to destroy the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. It's because of the knuckleheads like Pelosi and Schumer and the rest of the idiot liberal Democrats up there that have no clue. Now, that's right. you said something earlier. And when you look at, it like, okay, on a piece of paper, folks, write out Bill of Rights. <laughs> and then write it out again and smash it together. Okay? And if you put a hashtag in front of it, that's the way you would do a hashtag for Bill of Rights. But if you look at that, it says Bill of Rights. But if you look at it again... All, all together without any spaces. It'll say Bill of Rights. So the Bill of Rights is what the Democrats see. And the Bill of Rights is what those who 
believe in the Constitution and everything and believe that our forefathers weren't nuts. Yep. For all the uneducated, it was the white Democrats who were forcing the blacks into slavery. And they were hanging white Republicans who were trying to register uh, the blacks, the Negroes at the time, to show them how to vote. That's in history. So when all of these radicalized black dipwits also, who have swallowed the same lemonade, get out there and hate every white, if it hadn't been for the North, sweetie, fighting for the blacks and a ton of them dying, you wouldn't have got no rights. That's right. And another thing, and you can check Sowell out for this. He was talking about that white slavery continued, and that's the whites being enslaved by Muslims, which is still the case, and also during the 2014-2015, Islam, ISIS especially, was keeping a whole parcel of slaves, including, uh, well, they took boys and girls and young women for sex slaves. Yeah. So how come you're not out there protesting that? That's right. Darling. It's because you're all a bunch of losers. You don't want to know the truth. You want to destroy stuff. And then you want to try to make America great by destroying it. <laughs> How does that make it great? Yeah. So at any rate, this all ties back to the ammo shortage. When you all decide to destroy America, remember, there's a whole bunch of people out there with ammo and the guns to fire them. Now, see, the Democrats have sworn that they're going to take away the guns. So what that means is there will be a civil war unless somebody reneges. Oh, other shortages? Car parts, rubber, and other items. I like that. They had to put that in. Why did you put that in there? That's dumb. If you're writing an article on ammo, forget the car parts and the rubber because you ain't going to need them. <laughs> when this thing goes down... You ain't going to need all that stuff. You're going to need tanks. You're going to need a few other things. But That's most right. of all, you're going to need the Lord God. Because he's the only one around that wants to give mercy. The rest of you all are nuts. And to whom that is gives no mercy, he will receive no mercy. Yep. So it's about time for you to get off social media, stop acting stupid, and get your brains. Go back outside, look around in the forest, where you went, maybe you lost them at the beach, and go find them again. And while you're at it, dig around in the trash and find out where you put your heart. Okay, enough of that. We're moving on from the ammo shortage slash COVID slash hell on earth in America slash nutty Democrats slash... Well, I could keep going, but. And while you all are all, all hating America, this show here is an advocacy program for the persecuted church. But I thought I would at least throw in a little bit of advocacy for America now that you all want to destroy it. 
Of course, now since uh, Trump has been out there talking again, and he says it the way it is. Yes, he does. And they've already begun to uh, cut him off. So, you know, th- you know, when you begin to see that, it's just like home sweet home. You know, someone put on social media. Do you remember the good old days when we'd, uh, you know, know that Trump was in office? He had everything under control, great, un- a great employment, everything was fine. And then you'd watch all the news and you'd keep an eye on social media to see how stupid the liberals were. And you'd just laugh and then go back to knowing that Trump had taken care of it all. Yep. So, you know, now that Joe's in there and everything's going to hell in a handbasket and they plan on raising taxes to where nobody can pay them, and if you have any family inheritance, you might as well just let them take it all because you ain't going to have nothing left. (coughs) So that's the America you live in now. Welcome to Joe Biden's America. And under, you know, it's like this. Division and everything else that's bad is widened under Biden. Okay? Did you get that? <laughs> yep. Lost jobs, lousy economy, stupid ideas are widened under Biden. Yep. Yes, sir. I read today that he took over Kamala Harris's office. This was on a major news article. What's he want to be the VP now instead of the P? No, apparently he was talking to some of his son's buddies. You know, the one that everybody thinks is crooked? Hunter? Yeah, yeah, Hunter's buddies. Really? Yeah, I don't know the details. That's just what it said. Who knows? I wouldn't put it past them. But, hey, you know, they're they're Democrats and in power. They're perfect. So what was he taking over her office for? I don't know. Who cares? Mm-hmm. As long as he stays out of the Oval Office, let him become treasurer and get him out of there. Oh, I don't think that would be a good idea. I mean, Susan Rice is running it anyway. I don't know why we need Biden for. Yeah, in name the, only. Well, she didn't even she didn't even run. She wasn't even on the ticket. No, but she's on, she's running it. Yeah. Along with Obama. So the Myanmar or Burma conflict. Now, it, you know, all them knuckleheads that just and I see them on social media all the time and social media is absolutely atrocious I hate social media we're all over the place on social media I despise social media except for maybe a couple of them it is just the most boring pathetic stupid things people are obsessed with and it's a waste of time actually you know, and we put our articles, we put our shows on them, we put stuff. And 99.9% of the time, people will, you know, they'll come up if they see a post. Oh, I, I like your graphic. It's gorgeous. Okay, honey, that's why I put it up there. We'll just skip the show from now on. And I'll put a fake audio in there. And you can just look at all the graphics that I can create. Okay? Will that help you, darling? I hope so. Give me a break. And then there's those others who want to comment seriously on your articles you write. And, folks, I've written so many, I don't even know how many, but Tower can tell you how many. It's a lot. Like a landslide, like a flood, like the end of the world apocalypse type. Because God (laughs) gave me that talent. And I use it for that. 
So I have these brain surgeons that come in and comment on something derogatory. And 99.9% .9 of the time, they've never read the article. Yep. And I'll challenge them on it. And even when they challenge me, I know that they've never read the article. Then they get mad and leave. Good. Goodbye. I'm going to ban your butt because you're obnoxious. So anyway. Anyway, getting back to Myanmar. Now, you know, there's another conflict that's out there, too. I mean, th there's so many of these things, and these people are hurting. So when we discuss what's going on in America and the hurt feelings of all these whatever they are, you know, these people don't even know what oppression is like. So the Burmese military, now since then they've called a, a truce in here. I believe. Uh, military and local militias. In this, uh, and within this, the civilians had taken refuge inside several church buildings. Now this uh, is reported by ICC. Well, you know, the early Christians tried that in Rome. Because the Roman church was big in Maine. And it was the one thing to go into when Rome was sacked. The first time Rome was sacked and people went into the big Roman church there, uh, they were safe. They started trying it when the Germanic and some of the other tribes sacked Rome. Invaded it. Only trouble with these guys, they were pagans, and they went in the church and slaughtered everybody. This is history. So don't go hide in the church. And the reason we know that is because those who are making war on Christians, or those who are having war in general, don't give one hoot for the churches. Matter of fact, it was reported... I forgot what's, what place it was. They were burning down Catholic churches in the indigenous areas. I think this is in Canada. Yeah. So don't go hiding in churches. That's the first place they're going to look. And, the enemy. Well, you know, and of course, when you're a Catholic... And the priests there, the church is everything. That's where they all gather. And you get over in India, uh, and you get in just about any area that has oppression of Christians. And they go in there to meet in fellowship. And I can understand that. But the churches are targeted every time. Yes, they and are. And Myanmar had a military coup. And so a lot of people were fleeing their homes and trying to find shelter along the border of Thailand. Some of them actually went into the forest. We reported on the Karen people that were caught right in the middle of a conflict as well. You remember that tower? Um. And they were in the jungle. Yes, yes. And uh, I forgot who it was, but somebody found them there and they were taking a maid.
See, this is this is what organizations do. We are an advocate to remind you of what's going on overseas. Now, if you choose to destroy America, I mean, I'm not going to worry about you starving to death. Because if you're stupid enough to destroy America, and that's where you live, then you deserve it. It's like the little kid that won't pick up his room and he can't find a toy. Pick up your room, keep it picked up, and you can find something. But you see, there's serious things going on today. And all this nonsense in America is because of a bunch of spoiled brats. And another thing's under my craw, you gave a whole month, a whole month of Pride Week for the LGBTQ. Give me a break. Now, I could care less if they want to be LGBTQ or X, Y, and Z. But why do you need a whole month? You don't need a whole month. The presidents get one day. The... um. <laughs> Thanksgiving is one day. The Christmas black gets is one, one day. day. No, the black gets gets a whole month as well. Who does? The black community. Yeah, I'm talking about the flag. Oh, the flag. Yeah, one day. Right. Yeah. I didn't know the black community got a whole month. They sure do. The white community don't get a whole month. I think it's February. Really? Yeah. Well, why don't we have a white day or a white month? That oh, that's really racist. Them... You can't do that. It's racist. Well, what's the difference between black and white? We're both human. One has absence of color and the other has all the colors combined. That's the difference. Well, see, I'm not white. Well, we, we've all been created in the image of the living God. That's what disturbs me is that these people are so blind they can't see that. I don't see color when I look at people. I see a person created in the image of God. Well, when you get over in the Myanmar conflict, guess what? They're not white, and they're killing one another over there. And they don't care who they kill. And people are getting killed all the time. And so you don't know how lucky or blessed you are to be in a nation where you're not being shot at yet. Yeah, well, and you know, in our nation, in the inner cities, it's mostly black on black. Well, it is. There's a lot of that. And it's so, very tragic what's going on. Very disturbing. It's upsetting. It is. There is a lot of that. And, and of course, when I'm talking about some of this stuff, it's important for you to understand is that we need America to stay strong, to be free, and people get their heads out their proverbial rear end and get it on straight, and we need the liberals to stop being liberal and start being America again. We need the techies who are liberal and biased to go back to being techies instead of being a pain in the butt. But see, many of them are so rich, they feel that they can do it. Well, see, this technology that you think you own, you're not going to own it forever. Because there's somebody coming down the line, and Christians know who it is. And when he gets here, you won't own a thing, kids. And every bit of it will be used. Every bit of technology, every code you ever coded, everything. He will add to it, and he will entrap you, and your technology will destroy society. And you will have helped. Of course, you're not going to believe it, because... You're a pain in the butt. You're a liberal techie and you think you can know everything. But you don't. 
But I do know that there is a new little social technical site that most most people don't even know about yet. And it's going to have, uh, they're opening up, they're going from beta stage now to the real thing, so we'll see. It's supposed to be in July. Yeah. So at any rate, Myanmar, military crackdown. They didn't like the government, uh, the uh, civilian government. They formed a national unity government. Uh, well, the ousted civilian government formed the national unity government, and after they did that, they went into hiding because the military was hunting them, everybody down. And uh, it was so bad, they had to dig holes. And th there were so many bullets and bombs in the villages and stuff. They had to stay in a foxhole. That's why there's no atheists in foxholes. Th that phrase came out during World War II when America really did something besides feel sorry for itself and have a whole whole, whole uh, bunch of time dedicated to a bunch of people that think they deserve a, a whole month to celebrate their inclusion. And so that's the way it is today. And of course, if you say anything against it, against any of it, I mean, th we got another first. We got a transgender, you know, the kind with the penis. One Miss Nevada. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. I, I'd seen a picture of her. Him, her. her. Yeah, of of her, but you know, I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous, yeah. Boy, but it's are you a gonna, man. Yeah, you, you're gonna be surprised. <laughs> she can't have any kids. She can adopt them. But see, these people who don't want to listen to the biblical ex, you know, framework, or reject the fact that. God were, made them male, female. Yeah, they reject God and and what He stands for. I mean, you know, they reject God's creation. So they, make they sold. They given in to a lie. They have. Well, at any rate, you know, I mean, this is what it's all about. So, see, kids, if America is destroyed, all of the many, many of the organizations helping them overseas wouldn't be able to do so. Now you see I know the reaction out there because I had a post up there and I had some smart ass, excuse the expression, but it was about a certain people that were being persecuted and getting killed and he said, oh poor poor people. He was being facetious and nasty. You need to be careful what you say because that could come back to bite you. Yeah, it could. And it, I'll tell you, if he was close, I would have slapped him. I prayed for him to find the truth in Christ Jesus and to be saved. Well, the truth of it is, most of America don't want to listen. I know. But They're, you still got to pray for him. Well, you know what God told Jeremiah to do? He said, don't pray for him, speaking of Judah. They were so set 
on not listening to God or paying attention, he said, Jeremiah, don't pray for them. And there's a reason for that, because then God's going to send them into the punishment they deserved for a generation of 70 years. And they, by the time he was done with that with them, they were ready to listen. <laughs> See, some people, it takes that. Yep, that, that's right. And some nations, that's what they need, because the people have gone stupid. That's where I, I think we are, you know. When you look at the ratings on television, there's another one. It's S. It's for stupid. And we're on the S one. Of course, it can also be smart. But very few people get the other S. It's time to wake up. It's not time to play around. Now, getting back to brass tacks, this is another exciting story that Tower has. Yes, it's prayer banned in the UK. And it's very alarming because when I, when I see this prayer being banned in the U, UK, watch out because America is probably going to be next. And um, this, in early June, David Walker, Bishop of Manchester, told The Guardian he supports the ban, noting what whenever activity has harmed someone, the person who has caused the harm should face persecution. He included in his support, however, a caveat. Walker said there should be an exception made for gentle, non-coercive prayer against LBGT behavior. Instead, the governmental prohibition should apply where there is a level of power imbalance and a level of force. And so this um, activist named Jane Ozan, she's a, a prominent lesbian Angelican, she took issue with Walker's suggestion there should be an allowance. She said, I'm very grateful to Bishop David for the clear support for a ban, although I would strongly refute the gentle non-coercive prayer should be allowed. All prayer that seeks to change or suppress someone's innate sexuality or gender identity is deeply damaging and causes immeasurable harm. As it comes from a place, no matter how well-meaning, that says who you are is unacceptable and wrong. And um, the UK-based Christian Institute issued a statement last Thursday. While the Institute does not oppose a ban that protects people from harm, harmful pseudo-medical practices, the idea that gentle non-coercive prayer should be included in a list of illegal actions is alarming. In any event, it would violate the human rights of believers. And continuing with the statement, the um, legal opinion of human rights attorney Jason Koppel, who said a ban so far-reaching to in include prayer would be likely to violate convention rights. Those pushing for the ban to include ordinary prayer seem to attribute the worst possible motives to those of us who hold different theological beliefs than them. They would not willingly 
they are not willing to listen to the mainstream Christian groups or to their concerns. And now they have gone a step further by stating that the legislation should cover not only practices they consider coercive, but all forms of prayer, no matter how mild. And um, Simon Calvert, Deputy Director of Public Affairs for the Christian Institute, described Ozan's remarks very revealing. He said it shows her focus is not about protecting people from genuinely abusive behavior. It's also it's about criminalizing mainstream theology that campaigners that campaigns on the fringe uh, or that campaigners on the fringes of the church don't agree with. And this came just after a month that a street preacher was arrested in northeast London. Pastor John Sherwood, 75, was preaching from the Old Testament book of Genesis about God's design in creating mankind and the distinction within mankind of just two genders, male and female, made in the image of God, which he says constitutes the essence of God's created order. Well, people, a handful of people passing by didn't like that, so they got a hold of the police. The police arrested him because these people were saying he was homophobic and spreading hate speech. So he was forced to spend a night in jail because he was preaching a biblical view of marriage in a public space. You know, you would never think that that would come to the UK, but it'll be here in America before you know it. Well, you know, there was another preacher, and I don't know if it's him or not, but uh, his case was thrown out, and they determined he was okay to preach, and that may have been another case. But you see the thing here, this is typical of what you have, even in America. Now, we have been online for many, many years. We've been doing this for well over two decades, and in the beginning, we had a lot of listeners we still have listeners up in Canada and around and everything, but um, at the time, I was warning about judgment on America, and they and they some of them contacted me and said you need to include Canada in that as well. And before long, I ended up including everybody because uh, people were concerned about their countries all the way around. But I remember them warning us, telling us what was going on in Canada and how it's going to come down to America. And that was a long, long time ago, and it's more than come down. So, Tower, you're right. It, a lot of stuff is coming down, and, uh, you know, the bottom line of it is this is really what we're facing today because you have the liberal news media that happens to, uh, you know, all align themselves together, and anything they don't want to hear, they don't want to allow. That's right. And, see, nobody stopped it in Congress. The Democrats have used that politically for their own ends. And so we do have a, a lot of trouble with these things. Um, now I'm going to move on with this too. Uh, because we have something out of Mali, which in Africa... In March 2012, the president of Mali, I'm not going to, his last name is Touri, uh, T-O-U-R-E. 
he was removed by a coup d'etat, which is about usual. He handled an insurgency in northern uh, Mali and <clears throat> and so when he tried to handle it, it didn't work out because three of the largest cities were overrun by a group of Islamists and Tuareg nationalists, which are probably Muslim anyway. And uh, the Tuareg were pushed out by their former allies, and the area became dominated by jihad groups, among them Al-Qaeda, and there's a bunch of others. And Africa, we've been reporting on this for a long time, has been facing an influx of major Islamist groups that are trying to overthrow the country, country by country. And this is Mali. We've talked about Kenya. We've talked about uh, Nigeria is really, really bad. And so Christians have been slaughtered and a lot of other horrendous atrocities toward them have been going on. And so what this is is just another little niche in their belt where they where they're trying to you know take over. And of course you've got other people there trying to keep it stable. And uh, They even targeted the United Nations peacekeepers, French troops, and the government forces, as well as civilians. And that's pretty much the way it is. Now, an international Christian concern made a note saying that in Mali, a priest and four lay people disappeared. Where ongoing violence, and they call this clan violence, probably because of the the way the situation is there anyway. And we see this a lot. They go from one place to another, leaving their home, maybe go to, uh, you know, a market somewhere, and on the way home they get kidnapped. And so the group disappeared while traveling from one place, and they were going to the funeral of this uh, friar uh, in another town and of course this is this is about the way now open doors lists Mali as the 28th most dangerous country in the world to be a Christian and of course you have weak government leadership followed by you know um, a lot of leaders within the government and in the enforcement arm that are taking money from a lot of these groups they bribe their way and they get away with stuff so so that's Mali and and uh, of course it all begins with the destabilization and what you're seeing in America is called destabilization only it hasn't gotten to the war part yet so once you pass this, and I've warned people many, many, many years, for many, many years, and one thing I said, you don't want to be here when this thing begins to fall. 
It hasn't begun to fall yet, but if we don't do something, it will fall. But there's a lot of people that don't believe that. So just take two more red pills and go to sleep. <laughs> or white pills. Or go watch another stupid movie and get your mind off of it. And just tell yourself, you know, tap your shoes, you know, three times like Dorothy did in Oz and see where it'll take you. But I'm telling you, America, you better wake up because I'm reporting and I see this and I see this all over the world. We see it, don't we, Tower? Oh, we do. It's very disturbing. I hate it. Every day I hate it. And, you know, and then, of course, this is another thing. And this goes, now, I'm not covering the drag queen stuff because I want to. This is out of CBN. And so now, because of Biden and the woke generals we have there. In our military. They had a diversity and inclusion commitment. So Nellis Air Force Base, which is near Las Vegas, hosted a drag queen show. These were Vegas show guys. Drag you Nellis. Oh, isn't that precious? Yeah. One particular uh, tweet, uh, Brian Kimber, actually, he's a warfare veteran in the Air Force. He had a flyer on it, and he, he shared it on Twitter, uh, you know, just to tell everybody what was going on. And uh, after he, he put it up, he followed up it with another tweet saying, I guess the airmen at Nellis have completely mastered air and ground combat so they can relax with an event that has a grown man that has grown men in dresses twerking. He adds very cool. Well I find the whole thing disgusting, but Yeah. At any rate, that's life in America now. We're all woke. And, uh, you know, I mean, if that's your thing. It's Revel too bad. Revelation 22. Because uh, the good Lord is not going to step out of heaven and tell you not to do it. But when he comes back, he'll hold all men accord uh, accountable according to what they have done. So you make your own decision. But we've got a society in America that's convinced that it doesn't matter what God wants. That's right. I like uh, some of these comments. One, one commenter said he's so embarrassed for our military. Another one, some of you may think this is okay, but none of us, but many of us are disgusted and find this appalling and disrespectful to those in uniform past and present are on a global stage we are being laughed at another one said i'm totally lost on this new woke agenda being pushed on our military their oath is to support and defend the constitution not learn the history of drag well i was in the military and i know my grandfather was and my dad was uh 
and I was a third generation Navy man for all the good it did me. But uh, neither one of them would. My dad would just shake his head. Well, I think he'd have more to say than that, than just shaking his head. No, he wouldn't give it much. He would just shake his head and go, Brrr. He certainly wouldn't understand it. Neither would all those that were <laughs> fighting in World War II understand it. You can't tell anybody because uh, we've been teaching this stuff in school for I don't know how long. And so, you know, I mean, when you talk about advocacy for the persecuted church, there are people that need help, so we advocate. But we also tell people how they can support, what they can do. We don't take money for any organization. We tell people where to go and give. And they can give to any, any of them. There's a whole ton of them. We got a huge list. But the bottom line of it is, it doesn't do any good if you want to help others because if you find a nation get totally destroyed, you ain't going to be able to help anybody. And Franklin Graham, who runs Samaritan's Person and the Billy Graham uh, Evangelistic Association, CBN, and TBN all have uh, huge outreaches and ministries to help people that need help. And uh, if this country goes down, they're not going to be able to do near what they used to do, if any. That's right. We don't want this country going down. And uh, we need to stay, stay viable for those that need us. And we need to stay viable for our families. And parading around like a bunch of nincompoops and going through an awoke agenda that is absolutely frivolous and full of lies. But see, you can't talk to the BLMers. You can't talk to the Ilian Omars because she was a jihadist in Somalia. This woman is corrupted before she ever got here. AOC is some, you know, back-of-the-table bartender that was in New York City. I mean, good grief. Now she's some big, hot representative in the government. Yeah, whoopee. These people need a brain transplant and a heart transplant. Schumer and Pelosi, they're as corrupted and proud as you can get, not wanting to even know the truth. The Democrats and the Republicans working together are not going to bring you what we need in this country. We need to wake up. We need to repent. It's about sin, blatant sin. That's right. Amen. And, of course, when I write about that and I put these uh, the articles up in social media, all the foo-foo social media and, and, the, and the people that are on them, they don't understand that. But I'll tell you, if they think I'm being harsh when I tell them the truth, just wait. 
because there's another one and you're not going to be able to say anything. It'll be too late. Now we do have another one in Niger. You know, Dana, this is so tragic. It is very sad. This is uh, comes to us from Morningstar News. You got about five minutes. Okay. The Fulani herdsmen attacked uh, uh, in Niger, Plateau State. They went to this hospital that's run by this doctor. His name is Amika Chindu. And they went to the hospital, took him, and killed him. And it's very tragic. The Fulani herdsmen walked into the private hospital that he operated and abducted him the evening of June 17th. And that's what the area residents told Morningstar News. He was shot to death, and they he his dead body was found by local vigilantes the following morning in the bush where he was shot and killed by the herdsmen. And a longtime friend of his, his last name is Badan, confirmed the killing. His killers, who are herdsmen, came to the hospital, specifically asked for him, didn't harm anybody, collected his money, took him away, and killed him without asking for ransom. What did he do wrong? Your blood will be crying until justice is done. And the doctor, Chindao, had moved to Niger State after finishing medical school, and he opened up a hospital, and everyone loved him. He was always smiling, he, and he was one of the most hard-working persons that Badon had ever known. His hospital boomed because he was saving lives. If you had any problem, Amika would be there to help. About a thousand Christians have been displaced in Niger since this attack on the villages. And they're in urgent need of food and shelter. And you know, Dana, what's so disturbing about this and what's so sad, he would not, I believe this doctor would not even have questioned these Fulani herdsmen coming in and needing help. He would have helped them. He would have saved their lives. And he probably wouldn't have even taken money from them. That's right. I don't believe And that. And now here they kill him when he was doing so much good. I, it just is, upsets me that this is going on, that they're killing the Christians and the people who would help them the most. Well, you know, and he, he went to medical school to help people. He opened right. up a hospital, you know, in this area. And uh, it's just disgusting, you know. And, and the thing of it is, is that uh, that just puts another hole in it, you know, instead of having something good. We'll see the Fulani, you know, and, and someone needs to take care of the Fulani. Now, Fulani is a big group. And not all of them are radical Muslims, but a lot of them are. There are groups of them. And they had a run-in with Boko Haram. We reported this a number of years ago. And a run-in, I mean, they met with them. And, and uh, the stories out at that time was that Boko Haram taught them insurgency and told them what they needed to be doing. 
and help them with the guns and get everything going. So, you know, Africa is a target. I've, I've mentioned that before numerous times. Africa, the Muslim jihadists want to bring down Africa, and they want to make it 100% Muslim, and they want to run every little small country there, and that's their goal. And, you know, there's only like 15% in the area, in a lot of areas that are Muslim. But they get away with this. There's only 15% of them. You'd think the other 85% would do something about it. Nobody does nothing. Well, look at it, America. Look what's happening to us. Nobody, I know. Nobody does nothing. What are you going to do? Well, it'll become clear one day. Yep. Well, with that, you need to remember the Lord is in charge. We serve him. And what's going on in America is not good, and it's not going to get get healed anytime soon. There is trouble. And in the world there is trouble. And during all this trouble, whether it's at home or across the seas, we look to the Lord. That's right. He will make a way. We do not walk by fear, but by faith. We believe, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. Amen. And we do not fear. We will not give in to fear. But we will have faith, and we'll walk in the faith and the patience of our Lord Jesus Christ till he returns. Amen. And, and remember, Psalm, I mean, Proverbs twenty-nine, twenty-five. The fear of man brings a snare, but whoso trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Amen. Yes. And with that, we got to get out of here. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We hope the best for you. We pray for you. Stay safe and pray for your brethren around the world. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. You can find us on many, many social medias. And uh, our shows are on a lot of different sites, a lot of different places. Some of the major ones are blog talk, verbal, and a number of others. Of course, we're on Apple Podcasts, major ones. Have a good night. Pray for the persecuted church. Pray for your family. And if you're an American in America, stand up for truth. Don't give in. To the lies that we see going on. Good night, everybody. Be blessed. Be safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.